All right, well, we want to welcome you to the Going Places podcast today. Camden Clark here. As always, uh, first of all, uh, as we close out 2022 and head into the new year, 2023, we do want to wish you a happy new year. And uh, today we're going to be doing something a little bit different as we reflect on all the growth that the podcast has seen this year and as we look forward to even more that we have planned and a bunch of amazing things that we have for 2023 uh, we're going to reflect on some of the bigger moments that this podcast has uh, seen this year. We're going to play some old clips from a lot of different episodes and uh, just look back. Uh, you know, I'll share some commentary on, you know, some thoughts that I was thinking uh, while we were recording and just, you know, kind of some behind the scenes moments as well. But uh, yeah, we're very grateful for all the support that we've had from our listeners uh, in this year. You know, we started it in 2021. And we were kind of just kind of getting our feet off the ground. But in 2022, I think, I feel like we really uh, figured out, you know, our niche in the podcast game. And uh, one thing that really I felt like took us to the next level was not only our quality of conversations, but also the guests that we had. You know, we had some huge guests this year that really meant a lot to me from a personal level. People whose work I had admired for a long time, uh, starting from the very beginning. And uh, we've seen all that this year. We're going to have just jam-packed with guests, almost always guests, up in the next year. Uh, we already have the first two months planned, and we're looking forward to that. But as we look into the beginning of this year, one moment that was really special, when we got to have uh, author, pastor, and podcaster, uh, John Driver on. And that's somebody who uh, I had uh, listened to his podcast for a long time. I'd read his books. And uh, was just a big fan of his. And one of the most surreal moments about this whole thing is that a lot of times you get to talk to those people on the podcast. You know, I think about that and with so many different guests this year, people who I really look up to that I wouldn't have the opportunity to really talk with for an hour unless it was on the podcast. So uh, we'll just play a clip of that real quick. One of my favorite parts of the conversation was when I got to tell him about how much his work meant to me, and he got to give us a little bit of advice about the podcast. Here it is. For your bathroom floor, you know, it, that's that's what it's for. So fully illustrated, and it's totally stupid. There's nothing in there, but uh, just just fun stuff. Yeah, that's uh, amazing, and that kind of leads into my next question. You know, you talk about, you know, and I'm sure that, you know, anytime you get to after a hard time in your life that you get to, uh, that you get to, I guess, just kind of enjoy just kind of some ridiculous fun for a moment. That's always can be very healing. But, you know, even with me and Daniel, like me and Daniel kind of like the equivalent of like you and Johnny, who's (laughs) amazing, by the way. I've been a fan of Johnny for probably going on four years now. But, uh, yeah, where would you say, because even on our podcast, we try to balance, where do you have the balance of the serious moments. Cause you know, we do talk about some deep issues on here, but also when we just kind of have our funny moments, where do you kind of balance that? Cause I, I kind of say that they can go hand in hand at times mm-hmm. and that's how I kind of try to walk it. But where would you say that? Yeah. I don't know where the lines are. Uh, you know, Johnny will laugh off the air sometimes like, wow, that was a, that was a hard turn, you know, into that. Cause I mean, he, Johnny may be the funniest guy that I've ever met. But he also is the smartest. Uh, 
and the guy. Now, my wife is the smartest person, but Johnny is the smartest guy. And um, he's, he's, you know, I think anyone, anyone who's a comedian, if you hang out with them a long time, I mean, they generally have some pretty, some pretty dark spaces <laughs> because in order to sort of um, look and tear apart society a little bit, you know, sort of take it down and find what's funny about it, then, then you're really absorbing a lot of the difficulty uh, and, and the things that we're watching and, and the, the world we live in today has got super dark places to look at. So for us, you know, the funny thing about that podcast is it started, I mean, we talked about it for years because people would go to lunch with us and the exact thing we do in the podcast, we do at lunch, like we'll do it today. We're going to shoot later today, but we'll go to lunch first. And it just seems natural for us that we'll hang out and share life and catch up and laugh. And, but by the end of it, we're talking about our purpose as, you know, the, the difficulty of, of what it means to be a, you know, a man who's pursuing God, or we'll talk about our pets and we'll talk about our, my kids, Johnny's going to have kids. We'll talk about careers and, and, you know, sort of wrestle with what all that means in the faith. Uh, or wrestle with what it means where the where people of faith are missing it. And so, you know, at some point in time, someone was hanging out with us, and they'd gone to lunch a bunch of times. It was our, our friend Dane, who was our initial producer, who Dane, by the way, a little trivia, Dane is this amazing artist, songwriter, and he's on staff at our church. But uh, in the early episodes, you'll hear him. He used to be on them, uh, and then it's just, you know, life situation. He's out traveling a lot of things. Yeah. But uh, Dane wrote the talk about that, podcast theme song music and recorded it and so wow uh, and it's that's all original I, every time because i'm i still usually produce and post these uh after he sort of passed it off to me and every time i hear the music on our podcast i'm like that is so good like it it still gets me 200 episodes almost and it's like man just love it and so he just you know that's how talented he is but dane was the one who said you know you guys man, we should record this, you know, just sitting at lunch. And so one day we started doing that. And um, we, we generally talk a little bit off the air about, you know, hey, what do you want to cover? Do you have a funny story? You know, Johnny's on the road a lot. What happened? Uh, but generally, we just do what we do at lunch. And we just kind of share life and uh, and how to balance, I don't know, the funny parts. I mean, the good thing about having a comedian with you is uh, he'll make anything I say funny. Like, he'll make a joke about any sort of comment and then sort of we play off of each other in that respect. Like yeah. I can, in fact, I can be cheesy dad jokey and Johnny will make fun of it. So then it, even though what I said was not really that funny because Johnny made fun of me, it's funny. So, you know, as long as we all know our roles, it's like a, you know, yeah. watching two friends sort of, you know, pick on each other. It's fun a little bit, but Johnny's also the first one. He's just not, Johnny's not really a bully in that respect. I mean, he'll, he's the guy, you know, Hey, love you, bro. Like, you know, there's not a time we go off the phone that Johnny's going to say, love you, bro. You know, and, and that's kind of how our relationship has always yeah. been. So there's a, there's a, a sort of a godly, um, brotherly affection there that, you know, allows us to sort of pick on each other and have fun without it going to a place of pain or hurt. If he ever thought he hurt, he always calls like, oh man, I hope that didn't bother you. And so there's sensitivity to it. So I think we're going to be, you know, I don't know how to be funny. I'm not, I'm not the funniest guy. I know this trying to be funny is a, is a scary thing to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can get into trouble really, really quick. Uh, and so, you know, relationships seem to produce some of that funny stuff. And so the longer you're just with people and, and you know, sort of the rhythms um, of conversation or the rhythms of, you know, I, it's funny. I, I, we've been friends so long that 
I have rhythms of the way I speak that are based upon things Johnny said to me 25 years ago. Little little jokes, little things that I just use all the time uh, because he's affected me that much just as a friend. I'm not trying necessarily go be funny, but I know funny things about normal conversation because my buddy has always been so funny. And so, um, you know, it's just it's just relationship. I mean, I, I think most good things in life come out of like real actual relationships uh, with other people and the more that we lean into them. So there's no way I could be doing what I'm doing on the podcast um, without Johnny, you know, in that relationship. Cause he always gets on, he goes, well, dude, do, do we really have, you know, we've done this 200 times. Do we really have more stuff to talk about? And it's funny every time we do. And generally every time we have to, at some point call it off because we would just keep going. So that, that's a, that's a real blessing to have that kind of friend that we can just keep talking in perpetuity. That is, I mean, I mean, I've listened probably pretty much since the very beginning. I've listened to every episode, but, uh, oh, thanks man. Of course. Uh, thank you. But you, both of you have just had wonderful chemistry. I mean, honestly, like just the way you feed off each other was great. But, and like I said, you know, there's a lot of similarities between y'all and me and Daniel, you know, we would meet at, uh, we have a local coffee shop downtown Blacksville and that's actually one of our sponsors, but we would meet down there, you know, once or twice a week. And we would just have these really just deep conversations, but we would also just laugh and just be silly a lot of times. Yeah, that's And awesome. we would have people that would, you know, come hang out with us and talk to us and just, yeah. uh, they would always say, you know, this should be a show or something. And, but it was mainly me and him that we had to say to each other many times, you know, we, we, we got to start recording this. I mean, this is just wonderful. Yeah. So we started doing that, uh, April of last year and, uh, we've been doing pretty well walking our way up. But yeah, that's what honestly, it's all about. honestly, I'm astonished at the similarities we have, and it's just, it's, it's such a blessing to have that kind of that you can just kind of, in my opinion, that I can call it any time and just kind of talking. There's bound to be a really deep conversation going to happen, and yeah. some of the most funny moments that I've ever experienced. Just to have that is um, such a blessing in my life, honestly. Oh, that's great. That's exciting. And, and you guys are finding it young and uh, that's wise. It's wise to have the right kinds of friends. And, you know, the world is so skeptical and um, everybody seems to, to just walk in cynicism. And, you know, um, you know, I have a 13 year old daughter and of course did youth ministry for years. And, and it's just like, it seems like the longer the world goes on. I'm not, I'm not an old guy shaking my fist at the heavens. Like I think it's kind of always been this way for teenagers in, you know, the last, you know, 50 years, especially, but it's kind of like not cool to sort of embrace and call out the blessings of your relationships uh, because it's so vulnerable to do that. Uh, and, and so it's a, it's like a, you know, I encourage teenagers when I can, because I, I wish I would have done this more, you know, to like talk about, how much your friends mean to you, to others and, and to one another, more importantly, um, like that, that's actually a, a healthy thing to do. And, and yes, friendships will change and people hurt feelings that you don't have, if you've never hurt each other's feelings, then your relationship has yeah. beautiful, wonderful things coming, you know, like that's what real life is. Um, how you lean into that conflict and, and work it out. But, um, it's great to hear you guys acknowledge at your age, uh, the things that even a lot of adults struggle to acknowledge. I mean, I, I struggle to acknowledge. I, I told the church Sunday when I was preaching, <laughs> I was like, guys, over the years, I've had a lot of people in my life, especially dudes who I know would have died for me. Absolutely would have died for me. Uh, if a bus was coming at me or whatever, 
But the only problem was is I couldn't get them to live with me. Like living with me is harder. And, and so we're kind of this all or nothing culture where we're looking for those kinds of friends that would die for you. And I'm really looking for friends who would live with me because it's, it's just the, the day to day is, is such a different process and so much more important to who we become. Man. Well, one thing you might notice listening back to that, I know I do, is not only um, and this shows the growth of uh, the podcast in this last year. Uh, with this being almost a year ago, would be that not only would the bigger confidence that we have in interviewing and speaking and having these conversations on air, you know, I remember that day and it was snowing and I was I, I was very nervous about interviewing John Driver. And I'm not a nervous person or an anxious person, but I was feeling it that day just because of the magnitude of, you know, what that meant to me at the time. And, you know, you see, well, that was, you know, our big moment and we've had, you know, big moments since then, but, and we will continue to, I think, you know, if we want to have that today, you know, and we plan on, you know, hopefully having him on again this next year about uh, what that show might look like compared to this last one. Uh, The other thing you might notice would be the dramatic uh, difference in the uh, octaves of our voices. You know, this was just, you know, barely a year ago, but I know with me and Daniel, you can tell the, uh, it was been a massive, uh, vocal change, you know, voices on my child and that's just, you know, growing up, I guess. But that's one thing that really sticks out to me a lot from that. Uh, so that's definitely cool about that too. And other things that, you know, you look at throughout time, you know, we had a lot of different things that. We did, and we had a lot of different episodes that were very important to us that I don't think a lot of, you know, people get to experience. One of my favorite things, and I reference this throughout the episode today, that one of my favorite things about doing the podcast is from a personal level. It's the amazing conversations that a lot of times when you kind of throw away the uh, cameras and the audios and you forget about that you're producing content for a show, just the level of just awesome conversations I get to have with some great people. And uh, when we come back, we're going to do one that was very important to me, uh, comedian Bob Smiley. And as we uh, continue on to that portion of the show, uh, this was another special moment for me. Maybe this was my other big moment would be uh, when we interviewed comedian Bob Smiley. This was a frustrating one, however, too, because uh, our internet at the time was very bad and he was zooming in from Texas so it was really hard. It cut out twice. Our Zoom feed did. And it was just very frustrating. We ended up recording this on the front porch of Daniel's house. and But we made the best of it. And by then it was, all right. So as we kind of get back to this, it was, it was interviewing him about one of my favorite comedians about his time in comedy. I was getting my degree. I went to Abilene Christian University. Um, my joke on stage was, uh, you know, I went I went to Abilene Christian for a couple of reasons. One, um, you know, they, they said you couldn't put a price on Christian education, but man, they billed me for it. And um, the other reason, and this is what I tell on stage, I don't anymore, but I used to, uh, was that it was easier to pick up girls because you could use Christian pickup lines. Like, you know, excuse me, I believe your rib belongs to me. Um, but... <clears throat> So I went to Christian college, was going to be uh, a teacher and then a principal and then a superintendent. I was going to kind of follow my mom and dad's, uh, you know, kind of their life plan because my mom ended up being a principal. Um, 
my junior year in college, they had a stand-up competition. And I entered it because first prize was $500. Where are you going? Are you leaving? No, no, I'm just turning the volume up a little bit. Okay. Now I feel like I'm on a roller coaster because <laughs> your iPad's like shaking and there you go. Again, really good for a podcast to, it is. to do an audio discussion about what's happening in the video. Um, please don't cut any of this because I, I love. Oh, we one of the things I loved about your guys' podcast was it was just like we were we were just hanging out, like it was just a like a casual. Because I listen to one with Driver, yeah. Because um, I like to listen to john driver whenever i can because i have trouble sleeping and man he right out it puts me right out so it's so great that's, um, yeah, that's what i'll do i hope he hears this so what was your question what's my favorite color yeah i'm gonna go with mauve uh, it, it was chartreuse for a while but this is riveting no um uh oh about how i got in the stand up yes so uh, uh, they had a stand-up competition. First prize was $500, which I don't know if you've been to Abilene, Texas, but that's like six months rent. And so I entered the contest strictly for the money. Because, again, I never – everybody would tell me throughout my life that I would be, you know, a stand-up comedian. Uh, kind of almost prophesy over me. Um, one guy came up the very first week of, of college, and he walked up to me. I didn't know this dude. And he walked up, and he goes, hey uh, – when you do uh, do stand-up, you should do a bit about hotel soap being really small. And I was like, what, what do you mean when I do a bit? And he goes, you know, whenever you do stand-up. And I was like, I don't do stand-up. And he was like, I know, but when you do, you should do a bit. A bit. And I was like, what? I don't. Like, I'm funny, but so hey, all this kind of stuff. So I did the stand-up competition. I won. I didn't even win because I was good. Everybody else was terrible. Like, they were just really bad. Um and so I thought I'd have a great story to tell my, you know, grandkids. Like, I won a stand-up competition one time. So graduated, got my degree. Before I became a teacher, I wanted to see what it's like to make money. And uh, so I did photography for a year. And this guy saw me do that one stand-up competition. And then he went, what's going on to the screen? Off the screen. It's I could, t- I could talk about something else no, if, if I'm boring you. No, 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 not at all. It was just, I guess he didn't know. Did he know me or you? Yeah, he said we could go in my sister's room, but I think Nashville and was road managing a guy named Clay Cross, who's a Christian singer. And they were talking right before they left for tour that it'd be fun to have a comedian come out on tour and kind of MC and keep the crowd entertained and stuff. And so they had to hire a guy to, to sell the merchandise on the tour. And so this road manager was like, I saw this guy in college and he was really funny. So let me see if I can track him down. And so they tracked me down. They actually called the school. You know how the school, you don't know this, but colleges will keep your number so they can call and ask you for money later in life. You know, like the transaction's not done. They're going to keep coming back and going, hey, give us more money. You know, and it's like, so they had my number. And nowadays you couldn't do this, but they just gave the dude my number. And he called me up and I talked to him and he was like, do you want to go on tour? And it was so surreal. It was like a crazy, like, situation. And I was... I actually pulled over to Cracker Barrel payphone to call this dude back because he, he actually paged me back when beepers were cool. And so I pulled over and he was like, do you want to go on tour? And I, and I remember standing at a Cracker Barrel payphone being so flippant, like, okay. I mean, sounds weird, but sure. I'll go out on tour and try to do stand up. And, um, he was, they were going to be able to pay me because I was going to do all the merchandise. Like I was going to sell all the merchandise and stuff. 
And so I thought, well, if nothing else, you know, it'll be fun. I'll travel. I could see, you know, 36 you know, states that we have or whatever. Again, I was public school educated. So um, I went out on that tour and I did stand up twice in my life. And that was it. But again, I feel like I can say this because your guys' podcast, you know, you guys talk a lot about the spiritual side of it. Yeah. I, I don't think I would have ever pursued comedy. And I really believe that's what God created me to do was to do stand up comedy. And um, I would have never pursued it if God wouldn't have opened the door and kind of kicked me through it because I wasn't pursuing it at all. And he, all of a sudden, this tour just fell in my lap. And so I flew to Nashville, got off a plane, got on a tour bus and went out as a comedian. And I've done stand-up twice in my life. And that's why, like, you know, I get a lot of families coming to my shows and stuff. Kids will ask me after the show, they're like, how do I become a stand-up comedian? I'm like, do a stand-up competition in your junior year in college and wait for somebody to call you, duh. It's the worst advice at all. That's not how you do it. But that's how I ended up doing it. So that's how I got into it. And then I I stayed on with Clay and I did his summer dates and stuff. And then uh, a band called The Newsboys saw me and they asked me to open for them the next year. And that turned out to be the number one tour in Christian music. So all of a sudden I'm standing in front of like four or 5,000 people at night pretending to be a comedian and it just turned into a career. And I just, I worked really hard because I was like, one day I'm going to get on your guys' podcast. Wow. (laughs) Well, that was an awesome moment as well. And, um, that was really fun. That was very frustrating, though. There was just a lot of difficulties there. But that was just a super surreal moment to get to talk to Bob Smiley, and hopefully we'll have him on again, too. Again, kind of compare that. But, uh, you know, one thing that, you know, we really enjoy, especially lately on this show with me, is, uh, you know, getting into some of the deeper stuff, some of the more serious things about life. And uh, we all are aware, if you've listened to the show, about, you know, uh, my political aspirations and about that's something I really enjoy covering on the podcast, uh, you know, getting involved in different things. You know, of course, getting to moderate uh, state house debate on uh, the podcast. That was a very surreal moment. But one of the biggest ones was uh, when we got to interview uh, our Congressman Ralph Norman, who is a great great congressman in Washington, and we got the opportunity to go to his office, uh, get all dressed up in suits, and go out there and interview him, and that became really special. That really helped me uh, on a personal level uh, build my relationship with uh, him and his team, who were all great, that we ended up tapping back in for the election special, and a lot of different things outside of that, so it was just wonderful, but uh, 35-minute interview, and uh, it was just really special. We got pictures afterwards. Here's the first little bit of it. Okay, and we welcome you to the Going Places podcast, episode 44. Kim Nicole Daniel Price. And today is definitely an exciting day. Uh, we have a very special guest with us. Uh, we've been honored, especially as of lately, to have some big guests, especially in the political world, but uh, today is quite a milestone. Uh, today, it is my, today is our honor and pleasure to welcome to the Going Places podcast, representing South Carolina's 5th District in the U.S. House of Representatives, Congressman Ralph Norman. Congressman, thank you for being with us today. Candidate Daniel, thank you all for what you're doing, and uh, we really appreciate it. Yes, sir. sir. So, um, I first got an opportunity to meet you when you were first running for Congress back in 2017. And, uh, you know, you were elected in 2017. Previously, 
something in the state house, is that correct? Correct. Uh, whether it be on the state level, the federal level, what was it that first made you decide to run for office? I was concerned about our country. I was concerned that um, that if good people that don't need anything out of government don't get involved, then we're going to lose our country. Y'all are the future, and I want to make sure you've got the same opportunities that I have, which is to find your God-given talent and to put it to, to work. I tell everybody, and it's so good y'all are doing what you're doing because you're not, you could easily be uh, sitting at home, you could easily be playing video games. You're here doing a very special podcast um, interviewing people. And I think that's great. And obviously you like it or you wouldn't be doing it. And that's how you determine what you want to do. I tell everybody, I'm giving a speech to a graduation class Saturday, homeschoolers. And my thing is, if you know, I ask everybody, raise your hand on what you, if you know what you want to do. Very few people do. I say, it's very simple. What do you read uh, when you don't have to? And what do you gravitate to? And that's how you find out what you're good at. So I got involved because I wanted to make sure people have opportunities just like I had to, to be a develop, real estate developer, to go into politics, to have honest elections, and that's why I continue to serve. That's excellent. Yeah. What would you say has been your proudest accomplishment or effort you've contributed to in your time in Congress? To um, my, the, why I enjoy it every day, and if I ever get to the point that I feel like it's a, you know, a uh, drudgery, then I get out. But no, I enjoy serving people. Uh, the people, the guys you met, I think you met somebody on the way in, helping with a passport, helping if you're military with the DD-214, helping with Social Security. Uh, the bills I enjoy getting involved with uh, mm -hmm. because we, we face some big things in this country that are not good. And I want to fight them and... I think it's politics is a wonderful opportunity. Yeah, we definitely appreciate you doing that. And one thing that was really special about that is the end, and you can go back and listen. Uh, and after the podcast, he gave me some just incredible advice on uh, getting into politics myself. And I don't know if there was anybody that could be better to give you that advice than the U.S. congressman. So that was really special as well. And um, one thing that's really been great is that. <clears throat> This year, we've had a lot of recurring guests, guests that we had on multiple times a year. And I love that because you really get to build a relationship with people through that. And that's really what I'm all about. You know, when you look at people, whether it be Andrew Lanier or Josh and Morty with the Tattoos and Jesus, that was just really a special relationship that uh, we were able to achieve. And uh, we've had them on several times this year. I believe we had them on four or five times. And um, what was great about that is that, you know, even now, you know, Outside of the podcast, you know, I'm in communication with them. I'll text them or they'll text me every now and again and we'll talk. And one great thing was I got the opportunity to go on their podcast uh, two months ago or one month ago when I'm in November and be a guest on there. And I've never been a guest on a podcast before. But that was just a really special moment that uh, for me as an individual, but for the podcast. And, you know, they're just, they're just great guys over there. Also, Jimmy McFarlane, uh, that was just a great guy. Really knows a lot about podcasting. He's just a great godly guy and just an awesome individual that we got to uh, connect with. And uh, we had him on the podcast recently for two hours and five minutes, just me and him just talking it up. And uh, that was a really special moment as well. So 
Uh, also, you know, of course, Jay Caleb, who's been on five times. I think he has the record. He was just on last week with Jeff Wilkins. You know, so many great things. But here's a little bit talking about uh, podcasting with Jimmy McFarlane. All right, we're, we're coaches engaging with these athletes. I, all right. Um, impressed so far that y'all are like half my age and, and, and almost to podcast 50. My big question for y'all is what are y'all going to do for podcast? Are y'all keeping it a secret for what's for 50 or? We kind of are. We'll want, I can, to be, I can be vague. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. we're wanting to do something with uh, a lot of like different guests, and, right. like that we've had up to fifty. Okay, and, like kind of putting them in for like maybe ten minutes each. Cool. Uh, do a couple call-ins from like uh, people that have reached out to us. That okay. So yeah, yeah cool. We have something yeah, and one of my y'all have one of my friends on uh, fellow coworker through FCA Holden yeah. Pool was on. Yeah, yeah. Couple uh, couple uh, weeks. I don't know what episode that was, but he was on a couple weeks back. Love Holden. He's a really cool guy. Yeah, I was gonna oh, ask yeah. you about him. We've yeah. been going to his. Uh, actually, we've we've been going to his uh, church on Monday night. For a little youth Bible study, uh, Rock Solid, yeah, yeah, Rock yeah, Solid. I joke around, I call him Houghton Pooh, but um, <laughs> but whenever I see him, I'm like Houghton Pooh, Houghton Pooh, Houghton Pooh. But um, you know, that's just me messing with him. Yeah. Great guy, love him. Um, he is a uh, great speaker and a really, really cool guy, and a great uh, minister through the ministry of FCA with um, Blacksburg and Cherokee County. So, yeah. but yeah, I mean. Really is. That's how I came across you was uh, through Tattoos of Jesus. You also have your own podcast called The Table. Yep, The Table. It, uh, we try to uh, try to release episode every Thursday morning. Um, drop time is 6, 6 a.m. just so people that when they're waking up, they can they know that The Table's there. And this week's episode is um, uh, decided to get a little spicy with the topic of Christian or American first. Yeah. And, um, but yeah. we do, we do recognize, that. yeah, we talk about um, you know, how we as believers should handle Memorial Day and... Uh, really, really good podcast. Yeah, I listened to that this morning. Yep. So how, how would you, for obviously the people listening that don't know you, how would you classify your podcast topic? Well, I, I, I talk, I, literally, I've, I've come up with an acronym with talking about the table, and it's talking about everything through, like, a, talking about, T-A, talking about, talking I don't know what I said. Dang, I've got I've got it written <clears throat> I've got it written down in my notes. Give me a second here. Cause, I, cause, I feel your pain because <laughs> I think every time I ever told somebody that me and Kevin have a podcast, they're what do you talk about? And I just yeah. have I say everything. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a podcast where I cover a lot of things, but specifically through a biblical lens. Biblical worldview. 100%. Talking about everything from yeah. a biblical worldview. Um and, and it doesn't you know, there are times like past couple of weeks have been super heavy. So the, the next couple of weeks that I record are going probably to be more fun, more light, talking about some that's, fun stuff. And, um, you know, because I, I dropped a heavy one about a two hour one last, two weeks ago about with my sister where we talked about the loss of both of our parents. So um, it was it was super heavy and uh, really long. And it was almost a. Uh, it, it went over into the area of long form podcasting. Yeah. So that's. I would. I would. Uh... I would say that something that I've always enjoyed doing is like understanding the position that me and Camden are in mm-hmm. with, I would say like kind of an authority position, really kind of public 
public figure position where we can change somebody's mood just by listening to it. Yeah. And, and that's something we I try to focus on. People stay. You know, especially in with the four, you know, some big shootings going on like Yeah, absolutely. For me to get on here and to have a good time and to, you know, have one of those pockets where we're silly, we're joking around and just right. being funny, that can really brighten somebody up, you yeah. know. Right. So yeah, that was just a really special thing. And, uh, Jimmy, I could go on and on about all the different people that, you know, have really meant a lot to us. You know, Sean, Wani, uh, Josiah, Josh, Bachelor, uh, Andrew, Jay Caleb, Jimmy, Tioni, Josh and Morty, of course. Uh, just everybody. And it's just really, really been special. Uh, you know, one thing, you know, as we kind of begin to close out, I want to play uh, some of the episode from just a couple weeks ago with Luke Grass. Luke Grass is a son of law co-host of the Tim Hawkins podcast. He's Tim Hawkins' son-in-law. And he's, I love his podcast. It's the podcast that originally was the first one I listened to that made me want to start this. And uh, it's really been special uh, just to have him on. We had an awesome conversation. We've, we've been staying in touch, and we'll have him on again, of course. But, um, yeah, that was just really great just a couple weeks ago. And I think you can really see, since this was later on, I think you can probably see more growth. Of course, you know, Voices have changed a lot. You know, confidence has changed a lot. Our attitude has changed a lot. All for the better, I'd say. And uh, I think we're really going to see that grow this week. So here's a little bit from that. coming. So, yeah, that was just really special just to be able to see us, you know, me and Luke talk about things, you know, the same voice that I hear. All right, as we were saying, uh, Luke Glass is here with us today. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, no problem at all. Thanks for having me, for real. Absolutely. So, uh, so for some of the people who uh, may not know who you are, uh, kind of, you know, introduce yourself and what you do, but uh, then we'll get right into it. Perfect, yeah. Yeah, so my name is, uh, my name is Luke. I am currently on the Tim Hawkins podcast. I didn't get there by skill. I got there because I married his daughter, and they needed someone extra, so that is why I'm on the show. <laughs> but no, I... I, I And uh, one other thing that really meant a lot at the end. Again, one thing I loved about this is that we had never talked before at all. We had briefly texted on Instagram about scheduling this podcast, but we just really connected and hit it off, I feel like. And as you listen to the end of this, you know, the advice he gave, I thought it was really special.
Please forgive me. I'm not Tim. No. No, I'm just joking. No, it's been great. It's been fun talking to you, getting to know you, and being on your show. I'm down to come on again if you ever want me back. Absolutely. But, uh, but yeah, it's been fun. I'd just say, like, for you, man, as someone that is, like, I don't know, been a youth pastor for a little bit, uh, you're doing awesome. Like, keep doing what you're doing. And it seems like you love the stuff that you do, and you kind of don't really care if you, other people are doing stuff that you don't love. Like, totally. You're not really going with the crowd, so, like, keep that up, man. And, and it will pay off. And you're only 15, so keep doing this stuff. You never know where it's going to lead to. But I know it sounds like very cliche stuff. No, not at all. I love it. Is there any way uh, uh, you would like... So that was the end of that, but that was just really special, and that meant a lot. And that's one thing that we appreciate so much is the encouragement that we get from other people and uh, just all that we have. And uh, I'm going to spend the final portion of the podcast talking about what we have planned for uh, next year on the Going Places podcast. Um, I think that one thing that, you know, we will... That, you know, we really want to focus on is uh, just every, I don't know if there's one thing that, you know, I want to focus on. I think one thing I'm going to do is uh, work on creating, like, the absolute best, you know, content possible and just really using our resources. We're going to be booked up with a lot of guests starting literally next week. We're going to uh, really dive into some deep stuff, though, you know, next week. With some very uh, deep and interesting people, you know. Next week we're gonna have uh, a gentleman on uh, who is a amazing entrepreneur and philosopher. Uh, we're gonna be talk- talking a lot of philosophy, psychology, you know, things deep like that. And then the week after that, you know, we're gonna get into some politics. You know, of course, one thing we will consider, I mean, we will continue, is to cover politics on this show and see where that leads. And of course, all the great things, faith and religion and theology. Also, some of the lighter stuff like music and sports and, you know, food, whatever we want to. But uh, I say all that to say this. We're going to really come in swinging with the Going Places podcast next year. And uh, we hope that you will be there for us. Uh want to continue to grow our audience, continue to grow our show. Uh, we want to um, just really, you know, we'll, you know, one thing that amazes me is that, you know, the fact that, you know, I am you know, doing relatively well at this. And I really do just appreciate everybody who uh, has helped out with this. But one thing that I think we're really going to get into is just really stepping up the next level. Because if you look at us from 2021 when we started, you know, we were just kind of figuring out how to do this. 2022, yeah, we got some big name guests, but we're not even close to where we want to be and uh, where I want to take this thing. So we're really going to get big with this. We're going to have some big interviews, big guests coming up next year great content and uh we just appreciate everything we appreciate the listening support and just everything like that but uh yeah we're gonna come in full swinging and uh we'll still at level one you know uh i would love to see the long-term goal of this uh eventually you know as being as big as you know god wants to make it but uh yeah so i say all that to say this you know happy new year i'll get ready because on the going places podcast it's about to get big and uh, we're looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to it on a personal level, just to have an awesome conversation with some great guys and girls, and uh, just whatever we may have. So thank you for listening, and uh, we will see you in the new year.